What's up, everybody? Welcome back to The Morelli Show today. And I've got pictures in front of me of my family. We're talking about my family today. Oh my gosh, the tears are going to be flowing because today, maybe the most meaningful episode that I will do, I'm talking about my family. For those of you that are parents, this is going to hit hard. For those of you that are going to be parents at some point in your life, get out the notepad. I told Gordon he's a soon-to-be father. I said, get out the notepad because I'm about to share. And uh, man, oh man, this has been this journey, the parenting journey, the father. This journey has been the most amazing piece of my life that I never knew was missing. So how has being a father changed my life? That's what I'm going to talk about. I'm going to talk about the sacrifices that I've made as I'm building my business, building my family, building my health. Like how do you do it all and make sure that you have time for those you love most? You know, (laughs) looking back as I'm thinking about that, I'm like, what the fuck? How did I do it? How did I do it? How did I build my health? How did I build my family? How did I build a business? Well, you make sacrifices and you have less time for things outside of those three things, right? Like didn't hang out with a lot of people. I wasn't drinking. I wasn't doing fantasy football. I wasn't golfing. Um, Like I think about all the things that I used to do or think about and would like to do. And it's like, well, gosh, here's the priority. And the priority has got to be family first. And many of you know, and and I'm hard on myself. I'm hard on myself because it's like I want my business to be so much further along. I want to be so much more successful in business, in my entrepreneurship journey. Like it's like it's one of those things. But then it's like, but I, but I see my kids and I see my family, and I'm like, they need me. I I can't just push them aside, spend no time with them to build a business so that I can be super successful, but then not have a family, the bond, the closeness. I'm looking at these pictures right now. I I decided to bring some pictures along for this podcast. And if you get an opportunity to watch some of these clips on Instagram, you'll see these pictures. I've got all of these different moments starting when they were literally like two years old, three years old, and I'm just looking at him with our chickens, playing games, posing, the dog, and I look at these, and I don't have to think, oh my gosh, I regret not being there. How does that hit? I don't have to say that I regret not being there because for every single one of these moments, I was there. I was there, and as I'm on this journey, and as I continue to be more successful as an entrepreneur and want to push the boundaries like I know so many entrepreneurs do. Like I know so many entrepreneurs that don't spend, in my opinion, in my opinion, enough time with their families. I know so many entrepreneurs who've actually pushed their families aside to pursue their dreams. I'm not judging you. I'm just saying I don't know of any parent that would say I spent less time or I wish I would have spent less time with my kids. Think about that for a second. If you're going to be a dad, if you're going to be a mom, 
or if you're one of those people right now that are pushing so hard so that you can protect your family, give your family security, right? Because we need money to do that. We need money to have the best food, the best medical attention. We need food to live in the best neighborhood or we need money to, to live in the best neighborhoods, right? To, to give our kids the best education. Like it all costs money. So there's got to be this, this balance, right? Because you need money to provide for the people that you love most because you want them to flourish and have the absolute best, right? They don't know. They don't know. They just want your time. They just want your time. So you have got to stay present. You've got to stay in it. But there was no doubt, even if you ask him, that he didn't push his family to the side just a little bit. And if I ask him, I actually did ask him. I asked him, I said, Dad, this was on my last trip to Florida as I was sitting next to him. I said, Dad, what's your biggest regret, right? Had a Rolls Royce, had all brand new Mercedes Benz, had a nice house, like had it, right? That's what he said. Not spending more time with you. He's 83 years old. Not spending more time with you. So all I'm here to do is to help you think differently. Help you maybe slow down if you're going too fast or if you have to shift some focus back to the people Back to the people that matter most, you can't tell someone that they matter and are the most important thing in your life if you're not showing them, if you're not there, if you're not present, if you're not making memories. And I'll tell you what, if you don't have some good role models, like if your parents weren't there for you, like I get it. We don't get a guide. We don't get a book. You don't get a user's manual when you have a baby. So you've got to figure this shit out. You've got to figure it out. And it's really, really, really easy to get caught up in building a business. It's really easy to get caught up in your side hustle or making more money because you can justify making more money and your side hustle. You can justify that as caring for the people that you love most, but you cannot not give them time. You cannot not mold them into little super human beings. As I look at these pictures, this is the one thing that I didn't screw up. This is the one thing, right? And I told myself that I wasn't going to be like my dad. I love my dad. My dad taught me a lot just by the things he did, both good and bad. But he wasn't there for his kids. He just wasn't. I wish. In fact, if I had one wish, it would be that my dad would have taken the time to get to know me. That he would have taken the time to sit and ask questions and get to know who I am. Even to this day. And my biggest fear is that he's going to end up passing without ever getting to know who I am. That makes me sad. It's also a source of motivation to make sure that I don't follow in his footsteps so that I can look back and say, yeah, I was there for that. I was there for that. I was there for that. I saw that. I was there for that. I asked questions when she came home with that. And when we did that, I was there and I was present. And I want to look back and I want to say that I was there. And I'm telling you what, the guys and girls that are high-flying entrepreneurs that are like success, success, that have the same measuring stick that I had, which is how much money am I going to make? 
How successful am I going to be? How much wealth can I create? How much freedom can I have from money, 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 money? That's what my dad taught me. Now, I'm not saying that that's not something that we need to focus on and not something that we don't need to worry about. I'm just saying there's got to be more ways to measure your success in life. And if you're a parent, this is the thing. I had to change my perspective as saying the only measuring stick that I'm going to use is how much money I make, how much money I got in the bank, how successful I am in business. It's how good of a father am I? How well do I listen? Do I seek to understand? Am I getting to know them? Am I asking them questions? Am I, am I, am I really, really bonding with these beautiful human beings, including my fiance? And it's like, that's gotta be a measuring stick. It's gotta be, fathers have got to get back into the homes and they've gotta start spending more time with their family. These kids, they need us. They need us. They're so moldable. You can teach them anything. They can, they can grow up to be anything they want as long as their parents instill the belief in them that they can. That's the key. You know it. Give it to them. Coach them. Lead them. Love them. Be with them. Give them time. Get on the floor with them. That's the one thing my dad never got on the floor with me. Never. I can't remember one time where we played a board game or we wrestled. Not one time can I remember getting on the floor with my dad. Do you know what I look forward to? I look forward to wrestling with Carmelo and Karina. They team up on me and they beat the shit out of me and I beat the shit out of them and it's amazing and we laugh and we have fun and it's like, oh my gosh, then we get up and we'll play tag, we'll run around the house, we'll play board games. Like these are the things that like, oh my God, like I can't imagine life without these things. I can't imagine. Not all the success in the world would be worth these moments, this experience and getting to know these amazing human beings that I've just been so blessed to have in my life. So if you're like me, and money is important to you. Your career is important to you. The lives you change are important to you. And you have a family and you know deep down inside that that's important to you too. You have to find the time. You have to find the time. You can't say it. You can't tell them. You can't just tell them that you love them. You can't. My dad told me all the time that he loved me, all the time. I love you. I love you. I love you. I love you, bub. That was my nickname. I love you. I love you. Okay. Well, why weren't you at any of my basketball games? Why weren't you at my graduation? Why didn't you come when Karina or Carmelo was born? I love you, but I love you. I love you. I love you. Okay. That's fine. I believe that you love me. How deep is it? And can you just show up? I'm telling you. I look at these pictures and I'm just smiling. I'm telling you, like, it's the greatest, it's the greatest, most fulfilling thing in the world as long as you don't try to escape it. It is hard, way harder than business, way harder than graduating college, although I'm still nine credits short, way harder than anything I've ever done. Parents, soon-to-be parents, parents, no. The parents, you know. The soon-to-be parents, the time will never be perfect. You will never know everything you need to know. And it will be the hardest thing that you ever do raising kids. But it's also at the same time the best thing that will ever happen to you. Karina 
was a catalyst in my life transformation seven years, uh, seven years ago. She was, she was a catalyst. And now I use my family as motivation every single day, which is beautiful. They don't even know that they're motivation yet. There's so much motivation in these pictures and in their smiles and in their heartbeats and in the conversations. There's so much. I'm going to give you listeners some tips. What would I wish I would have known when my daughter was born, when my son was born? <laughs> what do I wish I would have known? I just asked myself that. I don't even know the answer to that. What do I wish I would have known? Because I know there's going to be some parents or some people who are going to be parents that are going to listen to this. And what advice can I give you? Love them. Just love them. But show it. Give them time. When you talk, make eye contact. Be genuinely interested in them as human beings. As they become more and more curious, be curious with them. Explore with them. Cry with them. It doesn't need to be a dictatorship. It's a journey that you guys can go on together so that you can build respect for one another, so that you could build compassion for one another, so that you learn to communicate as opposed to, get to your fucking room, right? So you can learn to actually communicate without shouting. Just had a great conversation with my fiance before I left. Mello was acting up, and boy, Mello, oh, I love you, son. With all of my heart, you're my best friend. Sometimes you are so difficult, more for your mother. But I was overhearing, and it's just, it's my job to help everyone communicate better, just knowing what I know. So Amanda will oftentimes say, I'm going to lose my shit, right? And, and boy, Mello, woo, that, that little guy will trigger the crap out of you and so this morning I said I know you don't want that and this is for all the mothers and fathers out there I know you don't want that I know you don't want to lose your shit ultimately right so what do you want I want to find a solution I want to feel good so I said what if we did this what if you say hey Carmelo instead of saying I'm gonna lose my shit it's I'm gonna I want to feel really good, and I want you to feel really good too. How do you think we can feel good together? Shift it. Shift it, right? This is about thinking differently. If you don't know that, right, if you do what your mother did and my mother did and our fathers did, right, get to your fucking room, I'm going to lose my shit, right? And then what happens? They go to their room and you lose your shit. But you, that's what you said you wanted, right? And so, of course, you're going to get that, right? I'm tying it back to that mindset. I'm tying it back to think differently. What do you want? Well, I want to feel good, and I want my son to feel good, and I want to make sure that we know that we love each other, right? And then I want to communicate to find out what's going on so that we can find a solution because it feels good to feel good, and that's the point of life is to just feel good now. See how we did that? We just flipped the script. So next time, moms and dads, before you lose it, and I'm not saying that I don't still lose my shit. I do. I do. Oh, boy, do I. The next time, though, right, instead of doing it the way that you've always done it to get the same result that you've always got, 
what do you want in that situation and then put that out there instead and be really, really calm and quiet and see your kid's going to pop up and he's like, uh, 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 dad, mom, is that you? (laughs) Oh my gosh. Being a parent has absolutely changed my life and I can't wait to hear your stories. I can't wait to get the DMs and the messages as to how this one hit. No matter what you've done up until this point, tomorrow's another day. No matter how present you've been or not been, tomorrow you get to change all that if that's what you decide. I made the decision and it has been hard for me. It's been so hard for me. I've seen entrepreneurs that have started exactly when I've started that have skyscraper businesses way bigger than mine. Fucking bothers the shit out of me. Yeah. You want to know? It bothers the shit out of me. And then I look at my family and I realize all the time and, and love and compassion that I've put into my family. I'm like, well, this is why. Because there were so many meetings. There were so many things I said no to. Michael, can you come here for a meeting? Can you fly here? Can you be here? So many that I said no to because I didn't want to leave my family. I don't have any regrets. I don't have regrets for pouring my love and soul into this family. I don't. As competitive as as I am, and sometimes as much as it irks me, I wouldn't have it any other way. The things that we've been able to do together, the things that Amanda and I have been able to teach these kids, their routines, their habits, start early. For those of you that don't have kids, start early when they're born. The stuff that you feed them when they are infants, when they are babies, starts to develop their palate. Don't feed them formulas and things with sugar because they're going to want more sugar. Start early with real whole foods as early as you can. Start to develop their palates. Kids want a schedule. They want routine. The more routine, the more scheduled you can be, the better your kids are going to do. And I, it is hard, especially if you're not organized or you're not a, a person that likes to have a routine or a schedule. Your kids, it's a must. Otherwise, you're going to have gray hair way sooner than you want. What do they do when they get up? Schedule the iPad time. Schedule reading. Schedule all of the things so that there's no room for disaster. I call that disaster. When they're bored, what do you do when you're bored, right? You want to go on your phone and you can't even sit still. Sit in a room right now. You're bored, all right? Imagine your kids, they're the younger version of you. Keep something in mind. Your kids are the younger version of you. They are the younger version of you. All right, with all of your same stuff, they've got, they just haven't learned how to express themselves yet, haven't learned the different words to use, the different things, right? They, they, so they're, they're, they're trapped in this little body and they have a lot of the same anxious thoughts, perpetuating thoughts, tendencies, characteristics, right? All of it. So when you don't have something to do, when you're not working, you're on your phone, are you not? We want our kids to be off of their devices because we know the longer that they're on their devices, the worse it is. But we're doing the same thing we're telling them not to do. So you can't, you cannot, you guys, you cannot 
not lead by example. You have to do. You have to do, not say. This is about doing. They are watching everything. And so when your kids are bored, if there's not something to do, if there's not a routine, if there's not a schedule and there's idle time, they're going to fight. They're going to create situations, some better than others. But what would you do if you didn't have your phone? If you said, no, you can't have your device, but you have nothing to do, what are you going to do? You can't sit still. They're six and seven. Of course, they can't sit still. You can't sit still, right? You want them to eat healthy? You want them to have a great quality of life and be free of earaches and digestive problems and acne and skin stuff? I've seen it. Then eat healthy. Then eat healthy. You want them to be smart and read books? Then read some fucking books, right? You, the biggest tip, and this is the roundabout way to answer my question, the biggest advice that I can give, three things. Lead by example. You must lead by example. You must do. If you want them to do something, you best be doing it yourself. You best be doing it yourself, first and foremost. Two most important things I think we could teach our kids as they get to an age where my kids are at. How to communicate and how to solve problems. You can't step in and solve all their problems. They need to learn how to solve their own problems. You can mediate, right? Kids get into a fight. I separate them. All right, let's look for the solution. Guys, what do you think a good solution here is going to be? Melo, you go first. Karina, what do you think a, a, a good solution here is? Okay, you go second. Okay, cool. What do you guys think? Can we agree on that one? Absolutely. You're teaching them communication and you're teaching them problem-solving skills. And you, my friends, are leading by example the entire way through. I think those are probably the two things. If I'm thinking, those are the two things that I'm probably most proud of is my kids' ability to communicate and problem solve. And if you think about those two things, right, you're preparing them to enter the world. Everything you do from the time that they're born to the time that they're 18, sometimes 21, or depending on, everything that you do molds them and gets them ready to go out and do this thing on their own. Right? So you think about that. And you think about what are some things that I can help them download so not only do they understand them but they are built into the fabric of who they are he's a good problem solver he's a great communicator he's compassionate and he leads by example hello right you just give them the foundation and then they get to decide what they're going to go do but they've got this beautiful foundation from which they can then go create their success, their definition of success, not your definition. So as you're listening to this and you assess your relationships pillar, I've broken life up into three pillars, right? Health, wealth, relationships. I think you need all three to live a, a happy life. I don't think you need a ton of money. I think you need to live. I think you need to be secure, right? I think your bills need to be paid. I think your mortgage needs to be paid. I think you need to be able to, to afford really good food. And I think you need to have security, the security that money can buy. Now, that changes for everyone. Health, you have to have good health to be happy. I mean, they go hand in hand. You have to look good, feel good to be happy. And then the last one is what we're talking about here. It's relationships. And I'm going to dive into the relationship that you have with yourself because that's actually the most important relationship. Today, we're talking about the relationship with the people that you love most. So as you check into your relationships, family, close family, close friends, are you giving them time? Are you showing them love? 
And when you get to the end of it, are you going to look back and say, gosh, I would have spent, I wish I would have spent a little more time here. I wish I would have loved done that. Oh my gosh, I missed that. Oh my gosh, where was I for that? Do you want to say those things? Because I'm going to go back to the thing I said at the beginning of this. And I said that there is no parent on the face of this earth that would say, gosh, I wish I would have spent less time with my kids. So I didn't say that. I heard that. I also heard my dad say that his number one regret going into the final stages of his life and transitioning into whatever is next, his biggest regret is not spending or was not spending more time with his kids. I'm going to learn from that. I'm going to learn from the behavior of others. I'm going to learn from the regrets of people that are closer, that are close to me. I'm going to learn from those things and I'm going to do it differently. So now that you have the knowledge and we're, we're, we're thinking differently a little bit, I hope, right? What are you going to do to put those you love first? Not just telling them, but also showing them. And I'm going to end with this, all right? I don't have it all figured out. I don't have it all figured out. I have failed miserably. I have had many mornings where I'm like, I am so sorry, Carmelo, for flipping out on you last night. Karina, I am so sorry for raising my voice like that. Carmelo, I am so sorry I did not mean to hit you on the butt that hard. I ha absolutely own it. You want your kids, right, to, to own their mistakes. Lead by example. There's been many times where I've had these conversations like, I'm sorry. I lost it. I'm human. I lost it. That was out of line. I am sorry. Do you forgive me? Right? Communicate. Problem solve. Teach them to be compassionate, loving human beings and give them the tools and the belief that they can do anything because they can. They can. Your kids can do anything they want to do. You, before all of your hardwired programming from teachers, environment, who maybe did the opposite to you, could do anything you wanted to do too. You can right now, right here in this moment. You can still do anything you want to do. You've got to believe it though, right? Your kids need to be just, oh my gosh, belief, belief. You just you need to push that into their veins. That needs to be like, it needs to be like oxygen in your house, right? You breathe oxygen, they need to believe your belief, which is going to turn into their belief for themselves and in themselves, which is going to give them confidence to problem solve, to go out and take risks to communicate more effectively, and to become whatever it is they set out because you've given them a foundation, you've given them the tools, and you've instilled the belief in them that they can do anything they want to do as long as they put in the time and the effort that it takes. My kids know without a shadow of a doubt that they can do anything they want to do. They also know because every time they try something new and they fail, I ask them the question, how do you think you could be good at that? First of all, do you want to be good at that? Do you want to be good at that? We were kicking the ball around or we were playing basketball in the backyard and Melo was struggling. I said, Melo, do you want to be good at that? Uh, I, don't know. I said, do you know how to be good at that? Yeah, I just got to shoot more baskets, dad. Yeah, I just got to kick more balls, dad. Absolutely right. You could be Pele if you want to. You just got to kick as many balls as Pele, right? So they know. He's learning how to code at six years old. My daughter is putting together these crazy art projects. And so everything that she, everything new that she tries to do, I tie it back to that because she's gotten really, really good at crafts, like really good, like unbelievably good, like could have her own YouTube channel and do what some of these 20, 30 and 40 year olds are doing. That's how good she is. And so we continue to, we're so interested in it. We continue to share our feelings towards that. 
But as soon as she tries something where she's not good on the first try, because who's good at something on the first try? It's like, well, okay, what do you got to do to be good? I just got to do more of it, dad. Absolutely. Because you've done so much crafts, so much arts and crafts that you're so good. Think about the first time that you made your first thing when you did arts and crafts. Oh yeah, it wasn't very good. Okay, cool. Right? So that's how we teach. That's how we can teach our kids that they can do anything they want to do. They've got to put in the time. They've got to put in the effort. This isn't where people are not going to just give you, right? This is about going out and making your mark in the world. But if they don't have the belief, they're going to help somebody else make their mark instead of making their own mark, right? Guys, I'm anxious to hear what you think about this episode. I'm anxious to hear the questions, the comments, the feedback. Hit me with some DMs, with some messages. How deep do you want me to go? Do you want me to share how we've scheduled, how we've built routines for our kids, how we got them reading a book a day, how we've got them eating avocados by the spoon? Like, I'm open to sharing everything that I possibly can to help you as parents or soon to be parents get the information you need so that you can just do it differently, right? This is, this is just about doing it differently. Our parents, most of them didn't have the same information that we have access to today. They were only doing what their parents did, who did what their parents did, right? So this is a generational thing. When do we break the cycle? We break the cycle when we have new awareness, when we have new information, and we've got some, some ideas as to how. Otherwise, we're going to just keep repeating what our parents did, and that is going to be generation after generation. Your kids are going to repeat what you did and then so on. So we have the information. We can do differently. Tell me how I can support you in this. I don't have it all figured out, but what I'm willing to do is I'm willing to share my failures in real time so that you know that this is real shit. I'm willing to be transparent and all say, this worked, this didn't, I failed here, I had to say that I was sorry here, I felt bad for this, I missed this, I was here. I will share it all. So you tell me, and I would love it, love it, love it if you're listening to this on, on iTunes. I would love just a a five-star review if you think it's five stars or four stars whatever you think it is I would love just a message I'm reading them all the feedbacks have been amazing but this is this is something that I really want to talk about more I guess my hesitation is that I'm looked at as a fitness guru and I'm looked at as oh my gosh help me get bigger biceps help me drop body fat I'm looked at so heavily as a fitness influencer that this is new and it's uncharted territory at the same time I feel like I have a lot to give and I could really help parents dial things in and ultimately just live happier, more present lives. And that's what I want to do like that. If I can help more parents experience what I've experienced, that would be amazing. So you guys let me know. I'm going to end here. Thanks for listening. This is episode four. Hope you got some great nuggets. I cannot wait until next week. I don't know what the hell I'm talking about, but I'm going to bring some intense fire to whatever it is. I'm excited to hear what you guys think about this specific episode. DM me, message me, make sure you get in touch with me. I want to know what you want to know and what you're thinking. Love you, fam.